Guys, we have to do something different. We ready? Yay, yay! When you're right, you're right. I'm just a publicist. What the f*** do I know? Are you going to the gym today? Yes, we, we do, do need the doubling line. We be clubbing? AIC Hotel Group Productions. Yeah, just send an email to payroll. We be clubbing? You can go home now. Oh, boy. I'm just trying to reach gold status. We be this job sucks. Welcome back to the This Job Sucks podcast. We are here with Hillary Ogle, who's a travel consultant with Paradise Weddings and Travel. Hi, Hillary. How are you? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Oh, living the dream, living the dream, as always. Now, <laughs> Hillary, uh, you, you have a pretty unique perspective on our destination wedding program, being both a travel consultant as well as a destination wedding bride. Yeah, definitely. I think I bring kind of a different flavor to the game. Um, having been a past bride and having been a hard rock bride, I have to say I mean, it's my number one go-to. Um, I always joke, even when I'm I'm not necessarily trying to sell hard rock, it comes through every single thing that I'm saying, because it's always the thing that I'm comparing, you know, another product to. It's the best of the best. Um, if, you know, if a couple comes to me and wants, you know, things included, um, I can speak to my personal experience, having been a bride, you know, on property, and um, it ends up guiding them towards that property in the end. That's great. You know, it's just one of those things that you naturally come about. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about your wedding, uh, the, the process, and um, some of your favorite parts? Sure. So I was an event planner at the time and started planning my own destination wedding. And the funny thing is, I mean, I was picking... I was that unicorn bride, like the bride that wanted something completely different than what every other person had ever had. And so I was legitimately planning a wedding in Manzanillo, which I don't know if you know where that is, but you should look it up on a map. Um, <laughs> and it was like the divine intervention happened. And I met my travel agent, um, Teddy Many, who is also a big Hard Rock supporter. And she um, brought me back down to my senses and I was actually relieved because we we're getting to the point where we had about 50 people showing interest in this and I had always wanted my destination wedding or just my wedding in general to be super easy, laid back and fun. I'd been in so many weddings and it just seemed like the bride was so stressed by the end and I just didn't want that. And so all of a sudden I'm getting to the point where I'm signing this wedding for 50 people in Manzanillo and you have to take flights to like Alaska to get there, which just doesn't make sense. Um, and Kenny's like, actually, there's this great product. You should learn, you should learn about it. It's hard rock and you love music. So this would be a great fit for you. And I was just like, yeah, I love music. And you know, this is a brand people recognize. Like I already feel more comfortable with this and um, you know, she sent us quotes and kind of explained what the value of booking this kind of property was versus, you know, we came in with a lower budget, to be honest, thinking we wanted to appease our guests, but it just turned out to be such a fabulous experience. We came into Hard Rock Riviera Maya when it first opened. So we got married April of 2014. So we really were kind of going in blind. Yeah, really early. We were going in blind. We knew it was a newer property. We knew it was going to be opening soon. So um, the cool thing about that is that we got really great pricing. So I've been telling my couples about Cabo in the same way. You know, this is a brand new build from the ground up, made to be a hard rock. It's going to be stunning. If you're one of the first couples in there, you might get some of that opening pricing before, you know, that could change down the road. So, um, yeah, and I think um, the cool thing about 
hard rock through Jeremiah for us was I had been to an all-inclusive, like the first one I'd ever been to was Aventura Spa Palace. So Caddy had kind of already asked me those questions, like, well, where have you stayed before? Qualifying me on that same level saying, okay, so you've, you've been to Aventura Spa Palace, which is this property. They're just changing it into a hard rock. So I felt a little comfortable with that. I had been to, I had been in a wedding for my sister-in-law at a palace property. I'd been in a wedding for my mom at an excellence property. So I really knew destination weddings. I knew what I wanted. And she said, this is going to be similar, but better. And she was totally right. Well, that's awesome. I mean, uh, you had that, that firsthand experience at other properties. So you, you kind of, it's not like you were going in completely blind. Absolutely. But there's definitely a level of trust right up front. Like I just kind of knew right when I met this, you know, redheaded gal, I was like, I just believe her. Like, I just know she's genuine and honest. So that really helped us. And I always think of that when I'm working with couples now, because it's like, and I sometimes even tell them that story. Like they just need to know, like I myself have used a travel agent. I've been in your shoes and that really does help them. We ended up having a hundred people at our wedding. But thank goodness I found Ketty. I thought you had, I thought you said it was you wanted fifty people. We started having yeah, we started out <laughs> thinking about fifty people and we were just like, you know what, we're just gonna throw out invites. Whoever wants to come can come. And it ended up being a hundred people. So that was I feel like just kind of mind blowing in and of itself. Um, you know, we you'd be walking around the property and all of a sudden, you'd, I mean, you couldn't go anywhere without running into people you knew, which was cool. I mean, it's pretty big property, but, you know, it just it naturally happens. Um, and we were kind of joking at one point because we'd like look out. And, like My husband's like waving at someone on the beach. And I'm like, we don't know them. Like, we actually don't know everybody <laughs> on this property. Like, take it back a notch, Brad. So, so anyway, it was a great property for us. And I think, you know, Obviously, for me, I'm able to draw on that personal experience. And I really think it's smart, you know, as travel advisors, you know, if you are in a committed relationship or you want to do something that highlights a property, I think, you know, a vow renewal or, you know, planning your own social group at one of these properties is a huge added benefit for you because you can speak from personal experience. When I was there with a group, this is where everyone kind of hung out. Or when I got married as a bride, um, you know, I didn't really know where the, where the locations were, but I just had to remember that the most important thing was that me and Brad were there and we were getting married the way that we wanted to get married, you know, in paradise. Well, I mean, that's awesome. And, and it's a great idea for, for travel advisors to really get in there and experience the property on their own. But just like anything else, you're going to run into certain issues, um, certain obstacles that you're going to have to overcome. So, you know, moving over from your destination bride to the travel consultant Hillary Ogle can we can you tell us some of the the obstacles that you run into and and how you overcome those sure um so as a travel consultant now I'd say we're starting to see a diversification of the types of brides that we're working with even from the four years that I've been doing this I'm starting to see more brides that are more detail-oriented uh, more on the type A side, <laughs> where they want everything um, pre-planned, pre-decided upon, spreadsheet upon spreadsheet. And so whenever I'm working with a couple up front, I actually kind of try to challenge them in that right away. The minute that I'm starting to work with them, you know, I explain that exact thing. I say, you know, historically, destination wedding brides are the barefoot bride in the sand, you know, stand between her toes, laid back, carefree kind of bride. You know, as we've 
as destination weddings have gotten to be more popular, we're seeing different types of brides. Um, so the wedding planners in Miami, they're going to work with you on that level that you want. If you're detail oriented, they're going to meet, they're going to match that. If you're the kind of laid back carefree, I'm going to make all of the decisions 30 days prior. They're going to work with you on that too. Keep in mind, because these are very popular destinations and particularly resorts for destination weddings, the popularity means that we've got a lot of people planning weddings here. So um, you you might have a delay in communication. Um, it's not like you're going to get an instant response right away. So I would just always tell my couples, you know, to expect probably like two to three weeks before you might get a response. But the way you can overcome that, if you are a type A kind of bride or you want the planning up front, set up a phone call with your wedding planner in Miami. Find a, find a way to really, you know, meet um, via phone and actually talk through these different um, questions that you have up front because that's going to help you when you're budgeting and planning down the road. And then all of your emails, just make sure they're really organized, you know, bullet point your questions. Um, try to get as many questions as you can in one email um, and that way they'll be able to reply back. But also make sure to go back to that original email you get from your wedding planner because they're going to include a lot of information there. Yeah, and so, you know, really utilize the, the resources we have here in Miami, uh, all the different event consultants that, that are there at your disposal, really to help you out. I mean, that's what they're there for, right? Absolutely. And, you know, the wedding planners in Miami, I think, is a real big perk. I've worked with other properties in Mexico where, you know, there is a little bit of a language barrier, and that can be really challenging. Planning a wedding in another country is already challenging. Let's get Let's get real. Um, it's got a lot of perks and we want it to be as stress-free and easy as possible. So working with your, uh, planner right in Miami is, is really going to be an asset to you. So there's going to be things that I know the answer to since I was a past bride and I'll be able to help you with, but primarily I want you to keep in mind that I'm the travel professional. So I'm the one working with all your guests and all their travel needs and they are the wedding professional. So they're going to have all the answers related to the wedding. And so, like, as a travel agent or as a travel consultant, you have not only the event consultants that we have on property, but you also have access to your BDM to, you know, bounce questions off of in terms of rooming and events and things to do on property separate from the wedding planning. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say my BDM is the first person I go to if there's a question I don't know the answer to. There was a time period, like, a couple months back where I was getting so many requests for families of seven people, like seven people all needing to travel together. Like the parents had five kids. I was like, wow, this is like, I commend you for even wanting to travel with this many kids at one time. (laughs) Where are they all going to sleep? Like, I don't even know. So um, I went to my BDM right away. You know, it's like, let's just find an answer to this. What can we do? Can they make any exceptions? You know, one of the kids was an infant. Um, just those little, those little things they're going to have the answers to or changes in policies. Like it happens. You're working, you know, with an evolving brand, the more popular it gets, like things are going to change. So, um, you know, with the resort credits changing, that was one thing that I've, you know, I have asked quite a bit of questions, but it's like, I just want to be clear and, you know, make sure I'm giving my clients the best information. So um, they also have a new, Facebook group that I think is going to be helpful too. And if you're a WOW specialist, you've got the WOW page that has a lot of good information on it. So plenty of resources for you. Um, and you have all sorts of different requests. Of course, you know, every bride is going to be different. 
but would you say what, what is the most uh, difficult portion of, of the wedding planning process? I know I just kind of threw a curveball at you. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, I'm trying to think. To be honest, I don't have as much involvement in the wedding planning portion. And I think when you set up your client to, you know, keep that flexibility in mind when you're planning your destination wedding, work with your Miami planner, um, and then know that at 30 days, you're going to be handed off to the on-site person. That's the person who's going to be executing the actual event. If you can explain that and remind them of that up front, I think you're going to really avoid a lot of curveballs because they've got the information. If you're giving them bits and pieces of information, but not the whole picture, that's where you get yourself into trouble. Um, and then honestly, stepping back and saying, you know what, that's a good question, but I don't know the answer. Um, I think you should ask your wedding planner or let me ask my BDM. Like those are the resources that are at your fingertips and use them. I think another thing that comes up occasionally is you've got this, this type A bride that we talked about that really wants their their location confirmed ahead of time, right? Sometimes they want to know right up front, well, I, I need this exact picture perfect, you know, event, and this is exactly what it looks like. What I always say if that comes into um, into play is I really highlight the the people that are on property, the wedding planners that you're going to be working with, they work with these function locations every day. So they also know, you know, what is going to be the best size event to have in this space. You don't want your wedding that has maybe 25, 30 people at it in a space that really is designed to function for 250 people. You're going to feel the event itself is going to feel small and awkward in that space. So what they do is they basically around 30 days are taking a look at the final numbers that they have for the various groups on property at that time. So they're able to de designate what's the best function space for your group. Again, you don't want to be in a space that's made for, you know, huge concerts for, uh, you know, a thousand people plus on property and have your wedding of 10 people there. It's going to feel weird. You'd rather have it be intimate and, you know, functional and have a purpose so working with them and really trusting that they know what they're doing, that's going to be your biggest asset. Thank you so much, Hillary. And now we're going to come back in studio with one of my amazing Florida agents. Ladies and gentlemen, you probably know him. He travels the world. He's hosted many events, and you can find him on Facebook and Instagram as the Destination Weddings Expert. We welcome to the podcast Mr. Will Medina. How are you doing, Will? I am doing great, Dan. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, just uh, trying to recover after the holidays and all that fun stuff. The holidays are just starting, so get ready. I know. I mean, we celebrate every day. <laughs> so, um, you know, Will, you have a you have a really unique kind of business model, which I really admire. Um, and one of the other things I love is is the fact that you always help you always help all the agents, uh, no matter who they are, helping you out. So, a uh, funny story about how me and Will met. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> what, like four years ago uh, yeah. in Cleveland at, at the Hard Rock Cafe in Cleveland. And uh, we get up on stage. I'm, you know, naturally, I'm doing <laughs> what I always do. Getting on stage and I'm dancing and doing all that. And then all of a sudden this rent, I'm like, I'm in Cleveland. I didn't know there were Dominicans in Cleveland. <laughs> but, uh, I found one. <laughs> and so we were up there dancing. Uh, and that was fun. That was fun. That was a good time. That was a lot of fun. Do you remember the song we were dancing to? 
And it's one of the it's one of our key songs. Dan Sacuduro. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. La mano arriba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, it was either that or, or or like wobble or one of the songs that we always do. Yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. No, definitely, definitely. We always have a good time when we hang out. Um, yeah. You know, you, so you did the Wild Specialist program, and we had a great time over there. Yep. Uh, you know, one of my favorite parts about that is actually being able to enjoy the resorts. Yeah, the, the, the watch train especially is really nice because you get a lot of time to, to experience a resort. Um, you're not, you know, like I've told you before, you're not touring the regular 15 properties that you then have to come back and sell. So you can actually sell the vibe of the places. So I love that. Yes, definitely a, a difference maker with the Wow Specialist program. Absolutely. Um, and you get to meet a lot of the staff, the people you work with. And, um, you know, being in the office today, you got to meet some of our, our amazing staff. Yes, so, um, you know, we have Sandy down there, and she was very excited to see you. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the things I love about Sandy is, is her, her turnaround time is ridiculous. She's super fast. She's a ninja. <laughs> sure. A ninja. Okay, Sandy is now the ninja. That's what The I'm wedding ninja her. of Hard Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we have a, a you know, a great team here, and uh, we're, we always enjoy just, you know, Hanging out, enjoy each other's company. It's not just always about you know sales, sales, sales. Yep. So one of the other things that I I, I love is um, you have a huge social media following. Do you think that really helps you with your uh, with your business at all? Uh, I think it totally does. I mean, social media to me, it's like my sole business driver, if you will. Um. You know, other agencies, obviously, as you were saying, I have a, a very unique business model where I specialize uh, specifically in destination weddings. I would say 90% of my business comes from wedding groups. Uh, and I don't do any other type of like pet advertisings. I don't do uh, bridal shows anymore. So social media for me, it's it's it. So it's it doesn't help. It drives my business. So, but there's still value in those other things. Would you say the bridal shows and advertisements, especially if you're just getting into the industry? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think it really depends on on what is your forte. And you have to know what are your your strengths and your weaknesses, right? Um, a lot of people are, especially in the agency world, a lot of agents are not very comfortable with social media they don't like to do the posts you know they don't like Instagram so I am a huge believer that you have to find what works for you um, and just go at it really hard so for me I realized that you know social media I'm, I'm good at it if I may if I say so myself and I enjoy it so to me it doesn't feel like a task that I have to do every day it's more just part of my business part of my world so when I show up to post and to share what I see where I go what I visit what I experience uh, you know I'm just I'm just going through my day and doing it as I can. Um, for those people that don't like the social media, you know, it will be kind of like co counterproductive to push it too hard. And you know, if they're better at the face-to-face -face interaction at bridal shows, and then being able to just do a little bit more traditional uh, email marketing. Yeah, and one of the other things that you do really well, and uh, this is something that I, I know because you work with me. You work with your BDM. You, you use the, utilize the resources that we have, whether. It's, you know, any type of social media posts, advertising, or even if we, if you have a problem, like the other day we were working on a, a minimum length of stay, and we were yep. work, moving the dates mm -hmm. around, and we were trying to get work out something uh, to give the bride the best price, the best option, trying to give the whole bridal party, you know, something that works for them. So we work well together, and I think that's something that I, I you know, I, I'm always going to mention is, is utilize your BDM. That's why we're here. We're here to help you guys grow. We're here to help you, uh, you know, make your job as easy as possible. 
Yeah, and you know what? I think that is that would be like a really good class at at, at a at a conference, uh, BDM Use One Hundred and One. Um, this is a business of relationships at the end of the day, and those same goals for social media and those same goals for you know BDMs and knowing the 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 team. Um, it just really helps not just to be able to call you to tell you can you upgrade someone can you do this can you you know just really build that build that relationship and understanding because you know how I work and then I know how you work right so I don't have to be there like oh he didn't get back to me um, which happens a lot you know in the industry you are working with so many different suppliers and you send an email and you know three days go by and you haven't heard from these people you know when you not when, me not me other people definitely not him <laughs> so when you have when you have that good relationship you know with with your BDMs and with your resort partners it just really helps you know not only with the turnaround but again even just getting the answers I know that if you're out of town or if you cannot if you cannot do something you're gonna text me back and say I'll get back to you on Monday but I know I can call the office and you know speak to Sandy Carilli or whoever it is so it's just really huge in this business to understand that it is about people and that it is about relationships now you you also come into the the wedding field especially destination weddings uh, with another unique perspective because you were also a destination wedding groom yes so when you compare all the different options out there how, how does hard rock how does AIC stack up have, have you done an Unico wedding yet not yet. Okay. Yeah. Not yet. So your 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 most of your experience is hard rock. Based. It's it's hard rock, and okay. primarily is because at the end of the day, even even though the couples that uh, are thinking that everyone is going to be adult only, which some of them are, like most of them end up being anyways, they always have that nephew or that friend that you know has the kid, so they want the option of doing something with with uh, family friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, yeah. which I know now that we can you know work <laughs> with uh, with Unico in that respect. Um, but yeah, to me, well, first of all, I did. I've been in destination wedding for nine years now, mm-hmm. and my wedding was just about two years ago. Um, I think how do they compare? It's basically the amount of perks that you get as it relates to like as a bride and groom or groom and groom, bride and bride. Um, just the perks that you get, the group perks are huge, and that's basically been my my biggest selling point. And to me, also the vibe of the place, you know. Um, my wedding was phenomenal. We had a great time. I don't remember much after 11 p.m. that night. Um, <laughs> But it was fun, right? But there was, it, it just, let me just give you, for example, the Hard Rock Riviera Maya, which is my number one selling resort in like the Punta Cana one. If you think about the number of uh, venues that you have available there compared to what you have at other resorts, um, you know, uh, Ash always jokes about the, the, in his presentations about the resorts that go to sleep at 9 p.m. That just doesn't happen at Hard Rock, right? You have right. something. I've I've been to Hard Rock Punta Cana on a Monday, and it's two two a.m. and I'm at the Luna Lounge, you know, or Moon Lounge. Um, so to me, it's just the vibe of the place. It's just very very upbeat, um, all day all night, kind of like the slogan. And really, the perks for the bride and groom, cost wise, you're really looking at you know my my resort compared to like the Hard Rocks and even Unico. Um, the price point was basically the same, but I have to tell you, I've actually shared this with some of my couples when they are trying to compare with other resorts. If I would have had my wedding at Hard Rock Riviera Maya, which was very close from where I had my wedding, I probably would have saved another $10,000. Mm, wow. So when you look at it that way, yeah. for those same amount of people, and you think about, damn, I didn't have to pay for that you know, open bar. I didn't have to pay for you know, those, that private uh, party and all that good stuff. I mean, the perks are just really superb. Wow. All right. So you're you're uh, 
out on your hosting gigs now. You you do uh, the Love Mexico. Love Mexico. Yes. All right. Excellent. So people, everybody, you can find Will at Love Mexico. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you want to plug or let these agents know out here? No, I mean, uh, just like you said before, you know, for me, it, I just wanted to address when you say, you know, that, that you like that I help other agents. To me, it, again, going back to the, it's about people, um, no, how can I say this, no disrespect or, you know, no attack to any particular online company, uh, but I, I, to me, it's my slogan or I've always believed that community over competition. Um, I believe that as agencies, especially when you are a one-man show, you can't have all the business. And actually, I don't want all the business because there's a lot of clients that they may be really good, but they're not a good fit for the type of resource that I want to sell, for the type of experience I want to deliver, um, which obviously I fine-tune over the years. Uh, but I really believe that there is a day when I want to walk into a room and my competition is another travel agent, not someone saying, oh, the travel agent exists. So I really believe just raising the bar for everyone and helping each other out. Um, when I started my business nine years ago, Facebook groups, for example, were not as huge as they are today. Podcasts were not a thing. So it was a little harder to get the information, especially as I was working a full-time job and then running my business on the side and just learning everything there is to learn. Two weeks of vacation uh, that you get as an employee per year to split it between going to visit family and spending at conferences and fam trips. It was just really, really hard. And there were a lot of people back in the days that believed in me and, you know, gave me the information or helped me find the information and I just believe in paying it forward. So whether it is, you know, through one of my Facebook groups where I, you know, connect with agents and just basically support them, whether it's wedding related, marketing related and whatnot, or now with uh, my new workshop, which is destinationweddinguniversity.com. Uh, it's, it's, you know, just, I think we can, we have a lot of room to grow as, uh, as an industry and really, really bring it up a notch where we become the experts because at the end of the day, a regular travel agent that doesn't specialize in destination weddings can really fuck up a wedding. A wedding planner that doesn't know anything about travel and doesn't partner with a travel agent can really fuck up a wedding. So, you know, there's a lot of work that we have to do both in your side as, you know, resort partners and our side to make sure that as agents, we understand that there's a lot more to offer to a bride and groom that is planning their wedding and also a group trip for 50, 80 to 100 people. It's just a completely different dynamic and we're working on that. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on the This Job Sucks podcast. Uh, Will, thank you so much, appreciate it. Thank you, and I, by the way, congratulations on the name. I really love it. Uh, this job kind of sucks some days, <laughs> but not really. So, um, you know, for everyone out there, just, you know, keep working with your BDMs. Uh, obviously, if you have not gone to the WOW Specialist, I definitely recommend that you uh, work with your BDMs to go there um, and, and work with it. And if you're not familiar or you're confused about how the, the perks work uh, for the groups, you know, whether, whether it is your BDM or reaching out to me, I'll be more than happy to explain how you can just sell that um, and overcome those objections with your brides and grooms. Where can people find you on Facebook? Yes, you can find me. So Instagram is my favorite. Uh, my handle is just just like that, Destination Weddings Expert. So Destination Weddings Expert. And then on Facebook, it's just, if you friend me, it's W space Will Medina. So that's my personal profile. Um, it's a little easier to connect there as well. All right. Now, um, as we were talking about, you know, we have, we all 
have a this job sucks moment. <laughs> so for you, was there ever a moment in this, you know, working as a destination weddings expert that you were just, everything was so great that you had to say, you know what, this job sucks. Oh, God. Are you saying, like, if everything was so great that I have to say, you know what, that was a few weeks ago in Fiji. Yeah. I, I just, you know, there was a moment where we were at this private island resort, like complete private island, 20-some villas, uh, thousands of dollars a night resort, you know, just like true paradise, and that truly was like, wow. Obviously, I wish, you know, my husband would have been there, and like, it wasn't like just work, but it was like, damn, I probably would not be here if it was not for this job, so yeah, it sucks, but somebody gotta do it. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks again, Dan. And thank you for listening to the This Job Sucks podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like, share with your friends, and follow us on Facebook at This Job Sucks Podcast, Instagram, This Job Sucks Podcast, and Twitter at AIC This Job Sucks. Big shout out to Alex Nemesis for the music and the mixing. Remember, this job sucks.